Don't use cats at the cradle. Face the strange, you're a snowman. Yeah. <laughs> Don't want to snit him in a snowman. Time might change me, but I can't not melt. <laughs> so, hey, hello. Welcome to Cool Takes, the only bad movie podcast where the bad movies are actually good. Every week, we mount a sincere and unironic defense of an unpopular movie in the hopes of successfully gaslighting our audience into having bad taste. And my name is Jackson McMurray. And my name is Adeline Snowman McMurray. Mm. My name is Keisha J-Shot Rhodes. <laughs> my name is Maddie Mathball McMurray Rhodes. That's mine. <laughs> Maddie- I am not a McMurray. <laughs> Maddie Mathball McMurray? What is Mathball? You <laughs> <laughs> tried to say Mothball, and I said Mathball. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you have tried to say mothball? I'm really good at math. <laughs> yeah, where's the mothball from? <laughs> I have a friend with mothball. Deep down. Yeah, <laughs> you guys didn't get real fans know. Ball. What if you? Yeah. What if you threw a dance, and the theme uh-huh. was moths, and you could call it the mothball? <laughs> Everybody That's gets. Maddie could not ball. go to that formal moth themed attire. Yeah, but she I wouldn't go. I have a fear of moths. Or maybe the theme is. That there's no moth Mothra. stuff, because mothballs <laughs> deter; they repel yeah. moths. Deter- <laughs> you call it the mothball because Maybe there's not any fucking there moths are in no there. Moths. <laughs> the theme is anything but moths. moths. <laughs> no <laughs> moths allowed at the mothball. You could do anything else. <laughs> and then that moth the shows world. up in that beautiful blue dress. <laughs> you all have to stop, oh. and you're like, "Who is she?" Yeah. Well, Maddie's Maybe writing we a the cabaret. Moth. Coming soon to Amazon Prime. The Mothball. <laughs> the Mothball? The moth Maddie is writing she a cabaret. go to it, but she will. <laughs> she's gonna. And Starring she's Camilla gonna Cabello. sing a song about it with no musical training. Uh, <laughs> did you guys all see, we're gonna get into the movie eventually, but did you guys all see the Sonic the Hedgehog 2 trailer? I haven't yet. I've been preparing myself to uh, not watch be ready for that. Uh, this is going to be one of those Elba things. Is Knuckles? Yes. This is going to be one of those That's things where, like, right. Ian just says in the chat, like, oh, this is so great. I loved it so much. And I'm going to be like, fuck this. I'm going to be like, Ian, <laughs> fuck quite a few times. Yeah, I'm going to be like, Ian, fuck that and fuck you. But, like. <laughs> Ian's just like, I like this thing. And Jackson's like, I'm going to make a whole stink about this. <laughs> Everybody sit down. <laughs> I respect Ian very much. Ian is a cherished, a cherished, a cherished friend. But I think Idris Elba sounds so fucking bad in the Knuckles tra- or in the Sonic trailer. Well, I think there's a lot of pressure on him for the role. Like honestly, I just think he is like not the pick at all. I think it's so terrible. He's just like, 
what makes you think I need your power? And you're like, oh, that's an English guy doing an American accent for sure, for sure, for sure. Like, we're well, bringing this up because... Because you're talking about American accents. That doesn't make sense, though, because Idris Elba is, like, really good at doing American accents. Like, that's, like, his kind of his thing. Yeah, he's not good at it right now. They actually... I know, but that doesn't make sense. I'm just saying, cosmically, it doesn't make sense, because Idris Elba, like, literally auditioned for The Wire. They're like, oh, he's from Atlanta, obviously, because he just walked in, and then he was like, I lied, I'm actually from London. (laughs) London town. You know, I think that video of Idris Elba coughing on Hot Ones... (laughs) <laughs> do you know the one where he's like what the I've seen hot ones like that is the funniest thing on the internet to me <laughs> do you know the one I'm talking about no I I've don't seen the video. Oh, I've seen like the whole interview there's this reaction like video that people use of Idris Elba eating a hot spicy wing and there's like just like a mm. bunch of really dramatic reverb on it, and he's just like, uh, "What the fuck?" And it's, oh yeah, it's so funny. It's insanely funny to me. Well, what I was gonna say about the Sonic movies, and I'm glad that this one's maybe about Sonic. Maybe yeah. that's cool. It looks that's like a cool development for the Sonic franchise. It looks like in a lot of ways, like what the first Sonic movie probably should have been. Should have just fucking been <laughs> yeah. like about Sonic. Maybe that's they're like, here's Doctor well, Eggman with the Doctor like Eggman Scooby-Doo. look and some other characters and Chaos Emeralds and like you know Sonic the Hedgehog stuff. Sonic shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're like, I mean, I appreciate it, I guess. Yeah, they're like, maybe we should, like, play these games. Like, just to see how how close did we get. And they're like, oh, d- we didn't even do any of it, dog. I thought we were like, spot on. We didn't even do the rings. That's not, oh, we didn't even do that, man. And they're all just like, oh, well. Now they're going to fix it. They're uh, going to get the movie that we deserve true. again. Yes, this one's for the fans. For the fans. They saw the last one, which was also for the fans, but then they saw, we Uh need to make this one for the fans. For the fans. And that's what they're doing Well, I just want to know when they're going to do Mario and Sonic at the 2008 Olympic Games. Wouldn't that just absolutely slap, though? Wouldn't you (laughs) see that movie? Because I would. That would honestly be a great movie. It would be really good. You could do, like, topical bits. You're like, oh... Uh, Beijing, you know right. what I mean? Was, uh, <laughs> was 2008, uh, was 2008 Beijing? Yeah, okay. of course, course it was. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> and 2022 is you, also Beijing, baby. Oh my God. Can you imagine or two th- at like fucking the Emmys this year, there's some representative from Illumination <laughs> that gets on stage. It's just like, we're very proud to announce our very exciting next project. Mario and Sonic at the 2008 Beijing Olympic Games. And they give you the yeah, big fucking logo. At the time, I would fucking <laughs> yeah. love that Sign so me much. Up. I'm pre-sale, baby. I'm going to watch oh that so fast. <laughs> I'm going to set up a bot to buy tickets as soon as possible, because it will still be yeah. a while. Already, but I want to yeah. show my if support right now. If this movie ever exists, immediately buy had, tickets, Mr. Robot. Like, it had that little mini video at the beginning where it was like, all of the characters doing all the Olympics and it was all so professionally shot. Yeah. Doing all the yeah. sports. So it's they're ready. They're they're lined up. Mm. I'm all they need is, you know, to cast an, a new person as I'm really Luigi ready to see Jack whoever. Black punch Jim Carrey in the face. <laughs> yeah. I think this is the time for that to happen. I was gonna say if No, we're... but fencing. 
Yeah. Fencing, yeah, though. Fencing. If I'm you fill out that, boxing. if you fill out that roster, like who still exists that needs to be cast, like Wario and Waluigi. Oh. Um. Like. I thought we had Wario. The Sonic robot. <laughs> no, there's no Wario. <laughs> Who's Toad? Yeah, Maddie has Toad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and as Toad introduced you, Maddie Toad. Toad. <laughs> It's my breakout role. Yeah. <laughs> Go. Say <laughs> I don't know. What else? Who else is in the I Olympic don't... Games? Okay, I'm going to look up the character Rosalina. roster Rosalina. for Mario and Sonic. Rosalina. Yeah, Rosalina is. She's doing yeah. something. <clears throat> yeah. Is Daisy? Have what? they cast a Daisy? No, right? No. Uh, no. Or is Daisy archery? Okay, playable characters Ooh. in... Which was apparently <laughs> exclusive to the... Wii and DS. Uh, Mario, Luigi, Princess Peach, Bowser. We got locked. We got locked down. We know who they are already. Lockdown, got him. Sonic the Hedgehog, Tails, Knuckles, Eggman. We got him. So here's here's who still needs to be cast. Okay. Uh, okay. Daisy, Yoshi, yeah. Wario mm-hmm. and Waluigi. Uh, Amy, Blaze the Cat, Shadow the Hedgehog. And Vector the Crocodile. I'm ge- okay. Real talk though, if Shadow the Hedgehog isn't in <laughs> this movie, isn't in this second film, that'll be the post What are we even fucking doing here? I bet that'll be the tease for three. Number three. Maybe he'll be in the end credit scene and he'll be like, "You thought that you won, Sonic. You thought it was over. <laughs> but I this time. I'll see you at the Olympics. <laughs> but I'll, I'll see you at the Olympics <laughs> in 2008. <laughs> 2008. <laughs> Yeah, and then you find the hedgehog. I'm going to rig the election. (laughs) (laughs) No, are they listening? Hold on, everyone. I'm at the Olympics. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) No, because then you find out. Oh my gosh, the Sonic movies have been taking place in the past. Right, it's just like Captain America. It's actually 2008. And then this is the new Avengers. Uh, My name is Shadow the Hedgehog, and I'm going to stop (laughs) 9/11. Yeah, they're like, we'll see you. In the war on terror, I'll see you in the war on drugs. It's it's too bad. I would have stayed to fight, but I've just been deployed to Afghanistan. <laughs> yeah, President George. I'm going, Bush I'm going, my name is Shadow the Hedgehog, and I'm going to kill Osama bin Laden. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so man, I voted bit- for Obama because <clears throat> I heart change. All right, Maddie. Uh, uh, you are the guest on this episode. I'm sure you're loving the experience. Uh, today we're talking about Jack Frost, the 1998 Neo classic. Uh, what, what do you have to say about, about the feature? Why, why did you decide to come on for this particular episode? She's frozen. She's frozen. Yeah. I don't think she's available at the moment. I like how you tried to just like pretend like she wasn't and hope that it fixed itself. Yeah. We're talking. That was some professional shit, but it didn't work. She said her Wi-Fi just went out. We can keep talking about it. In our location, my location and her location often have the same weather and we're having some pretty bad wind. So. We can keep... And historically, they have not handled wind well. We can keep talking about Yoshi getting deployed well. to Afghanistan or whatever if we want to just. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good bit. A great Dude, bit. Dude, guys, even. what if Mario had like a gun? <laughs> what if Mario ever, had a gun? Have you ever thought? What if he like did mushrooms like in the drug? <laughs> you know? What if that'd be like, oh my god, were they like drunk when they made that? That is just crazy. 
crazy, guys. Uh, this is a Christmas movie, so I am eating some cookies. Uh, and if you don't like me I eating on mic, you can uh, eat my balls. Dot com. Oh, mm. she's back, baby. Maddie Rhodes, everybody. <laughs> you can't control the Wi-Fi. The Did Wi-Fi you? Yeah, I really can't. So, how long were you frozen? Did you have anything to add about uh, Shadow the Hedgehog being deployed in Afghanistan that you like needed to chime in on? <laughs> oh, um, just that <laughs> I I hope he makes the right choice. <laughs> I hope he gets back safe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Bring our boys home. Yeah, bring him home. So, Maddie, uh, you are our guest on this episode, uh, as I'm sure you've noticed. Um, and today we're talking about Jack Frost, 1998 Michael Keaton starring feature. Not the not the one with the beaver. True. No beavers to be found. It's a groundhog. The groundhog. <laughs> uh, do you want to talk a little bit about He's like famous. your relationship to this movie and why you, why you chose to come on the show to talk about this particularly? Yes, this is one of those movies that I have seen the trailer for at least 75 Mm. times Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, because it played before probably the Iron Giant. It was the Iron (laughs) Giant. Is what we've determined. It was a good film, too, because we didn't own the Iron Giant. We saw this trailer Mm. all the time. Yeah. It was definitely the VHS. The trailer's here. Mm -hmm. Maybe it was the Muppets the Snowman. I'm sure it was a commercial we saw a lot on TV. No, no, because TV. this would have been, VHS. yeah, this would have been before, yeah. In my mind, it was like coming out when I was a kid, but I guess it came out when I was one yeah. year old, so yeah. I'm misremembering. Yeah, but this was this was Matt and I watched The Iron Giant so many times, and it was <laughs> definitely one of the trailers that played in the VHS VHS tape of The Iron Giant. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But we also had the movie. Um, yeah. <laughs> so we would On watch DVD. that too. The DVD. Every time you watch yeah. the Iron the Giant, you'd be like, "Oh yeah, what? That was a good movie. We should throw that on next." <laughs> let's watch that. Yeah, let's <laughs> have a marathon. It must be the, good if it was for the, the DVD. Iron Giant. Is weird. The box opened weird. That's another memory I have. <laughs> is that it? Like, was a trifold mm. DVD box? Whoa. Which, yeah. Not it was like very cardboard. Efficient. Was, was cardboard. there only one? Were there two discs? Were there special features? Mm. No. No. <laughs> Before people no. did that. Uh, I'm yeah, Googling Jack Frost DVD to see if I can find. It was like a cardboard case. Right. And it, would, the, like, it was like a binder where you would like snap it. It would be like, and then it would close. Oh, close, I see. So yeah, it's like, it's made out of paper basically, memory. but it's got like a cardboard like latch on yeah. it. Yeah. 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 And it was shiny latch. <clears throat> There was, like, a um, weird, like, time period in DVDs where, like, we all had the regular DVD cases, and then they put it, started putting weird little locks on the DVD cases. Why did they do that? Yeah. Like, do you just randomly have, like, five fun. DVDs that have, like, that super hard-to-open locks on them for some yeah, reason? Yeah, it was the cardboard yes. ones. Uh, <laughs> or, like, the, the ones that had the extra plastic. Right. With the oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So That's we've discussed I'm pretty like. thoroughly yeah. the trailer and the DVD case for this movie. Uh, <laughs> I don't think we're done. I don't think we need to talk about anything else. <laughs> well, what's your relationship to the the motion picture, Maddie? I re- before watching it again, I remembered landslide, and I remember the part where well, this was in the trailer where he's like, "Sometimes it's good to have a big butt." Yeah, yeah. that was the um, big. That was the money shot and, in the trailer. Yeah, it really was. But I I also remember like being sad. 
And like that's kind. Of, I remember it was like sad, and I remembered landslide. <laughs> Just the. And I remember the yeah. scene when he dies. The... <laughs> I remember the scene when yeah. he dies. Yeah. <laughs> Gets in the car. Accident. I feel like this movie, this like had to be one of the first movies that we watched that was like, didn't have a perfect happy ending to it. I guess the Iron Giant like also doesn't. <laughs> when you were watching the Iron up... Giant before. Okay, but he yeah, Maddie and I love a melancholy, but like. Mm-hmm. At least you know the Iron Giant is like gonna come back because they have that whole scene spoilers for the Iron Giant. But like when all <laughs> of his body parts are like coming back together. But this movie ends and he's just like, yeah, I guess I've like mourned the death of my dad now and just gotta move on. Yeah. And you're like, that's the end. That's the- isn't that a fun mm-hmm. Christmas movie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your dad's been dead for one year. Get over it. Oh, <laughs> I like this that, movie. That scene where, like, you, like, they, like, confirm that he's dead. It's been, like, one year since then. Right. And the, like, kids are leaving the school. And that the bully is, like, they're, like, it's not even worth it to bully him anymore. He's not been the same since his dad died. He's bullying And the main himself. bully is I like, never met my dad. Yeah, he's like, uh, he's. it's about time he gets over it. I never even had a dad. <laughs> and you're like, there's a lot I of trauma around here. But then they the friends later. They bond over it. Yeah. Well, like, like in one moment yeah. where the no bu- dad I love that is better than no Where dad. you think the bully is going to like tag along and like help out and they're going to have like a bonding adventure. Maybe the bully is going to be his new friends because his other friends are being kind of shitheads and not supportive about the fact that his dad died. But like you think that's what's going to happen. And then he like tries to help with one small thing and fails and then leaves. <laughs> that's right. my favorite part. <laughs> uh, I, for me personally, I've never seen this movie before. I no, knew, no, yeah. I knew that it was good to have a big butt. I knew that mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. there sometimes something about his he had boobs. He had right, he had the boobs, boobs and he, he goes, "I don't boobs. think so." Yeah, and he throws yeah. them. And I think one of the balls jokes was in the trailer. So like, I knew that. And okay, here's my chorus, my chorus memory with this movie. When mm-hmm. I was in third grade, I had a scare. So it was like silent reading time, and I didn't have a book that day. So I had this big, like, picture book of Jack Frost that I had, like, picked up off the shelf. It was one of those things where it was like, crap, I forgot my chapter book at home, so I just have to check out the dregs of whatever's Read left over. Read 12 kids books. Yeah. yeah. So I had this yeah. big, I was like, you know, I'm like nine years old. I'm reading chapter books. Like, a big picture book based on the yeah. film Jack Frost is not exactly, like, what I'm looking for right now. But what I was like, into? Yeah. this is what I got. I guess I have to sit down and read this. But then it was somebody's birthday. And they had peanut butter cupcakes being passed around oh, to the class. And I was like, I can smell it and I hate that and I'm super allergic to peanut butter. So I like went out of the room to like read in the hallway. And that was the only time I didn't, I very, like in memory, very much did not have an allergic reaction to the peanuts. But I was scared <laughs> and nervous enough that I had convinced myself that I was. So that was oh, the only no. time I've ever been in an ambulance because I told my teacher I felt weird and I was scared. So they took me to the office and gave me the EpiPen and I, you know, got in the ambulance and went to the hospital and my parents had to come <laughs> get me and like fully and completely did not, was not having an allergic reaction to that. <laughs> but you butter. were responsible. You were on top of it. You were like, I know yeah. that I'm not supposed to have any peanut butter yeah. and all my stupid friends are scraping <laughs> peanut butter into yeah. their faces. <laughs> 
And it's just such a weird thing. Like wow. I, this and that anyway, because I was reading a Jack Frost picture book at the time. That's my memory. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> it was one of those things where it was like I was so well sheltered from things I was allergic to when I was a kid that I didn't actually like have a working understanding of what it actually feels like to be having an allergic reaction to something, <laughs> basically. So like now, as I'm an adult and I like can make decisions for myself and occasionally like eat things I'm slightly allergic to. Cause like, it's worth it to me. Like, even though it will irritate me, like I'm like, Oh yeah. An allergic reaction feels like, you know, my mouth gets itchy and irritated and I can feel like, you know, my, like my throat. And I know that I will kind be of, okay. Yeah, yeah. My yeah. throat kind of swelling up. I know what that feels like. And I'm like, that's an allergic reaction to something. I know that. But when I was in third grade, yeah. I was just like, my heart's beating really fast. And, like, I'm scared and, like, I'm I feel just, nervous. I feel kind of weird. So, anxiety. like, it's definitely, like, something's wrong. Like, and so I went in an ambulance. This is how my body usually is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, like, okay. But, like, oh watching God, this movie, I was, I was expecting the worst. Maybe you an allergic reaction. <laughs> right. I was expecting the oh, worst. Yeah. Because I knew how that snowman looked. And I knew about the boobs and the yeah. balls and the butt. And <laughs> stop real quick. What? I'm gonna interrupt. I, I hate to interrupt you. What is it that he says? I'm gonna let you finish, but real quick. <laughs> okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. he's so scary. He's so scary. When Disagree. he, like, first Disagree. comes to life and is, like, moving mouth and his dead eye. Like, he's so I like scary. I like he doesn't emote. Like, I don't think he's I, that like, scary. His eyebrows do. His eyebrows sure like Michael Keaton. He's I mean, a he's a little bit—he's a little bit scary, but it's not past that event horizon where you can't get used to it. You know, like you also don't like ET, so I feel like your puppet. I also don't like ET. Are ET off sucks. Anyway. But, okay. Well, but okay. If I could finish the unrelated sentence, I would say. You're looking at two huge ET fans right now. <laughs> like I—I I was expecting the worst, and I was kind of impressed. I think that it's definitely a lot better before he becomes the snowman. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. And there's, uh, but there say? is a surprising <laughs> amount of time that they spend on before he becomes a snowman, which I was impressed by. It's like a solid like forty five minutes into the flick before that snowman yeah. pops up. Um, well, so I looked at the time length of this film, and it said one minute and forty, or not one minute, one hour and forty five minutes. And I thought, that feels really long for this film. I was expecting, like, 90 minutes tops. Like, what are we doing with that extra 15 minutes? Like, what are we doing at almost two hours? And it's because that opening credit scene, we really milk every scene for what it's worth. And I think before he turns into a snowman, where we're trying to, like, get to know him as a person and the problems of his family and all that stuff, I think it works pretty well. But then you have the rest of the movie where he's a snowman and it's boobs and balls and butts and farts. Well, know? yeah, and like, like it, it, and teaching his son how to do the J shot. <laughs> right. And, yeah, that was good. You know, I like, like that part. Lessons and you know, like fatherly wisdom. Right. Yeah. And kill so what I am trying to say, if I may continue a second time, <laughs> is that. Get I go just, on your monologue, Jackson. I just think, I think, like, I was expecting the worst. I was kind of impressed. It's definitely, like, Michael Keaton is extremely charismatic and fun to watch on screen. And, yeah. like, you know, I think this is, like, the kind of movie that, like, they don't make anymore. Like, in the late 90s and early 2000s, we were really into, like, kids. 
are their families can be <laughs> sad. Like sometimes, sometimes parents are getting divorced. Sometimes parents are dead. Like we don't, we never talk about this kind of stuff. It's a new millennium. We got to like really dig in and figure out like what's going on with these kids. <laughs> and that was like an entire like hemisphere of the film industry for a while was like live action kids movie where the kid has family they troubles, but also yeah. there's some magic going on, yeah. you know? And like Nanny McPhee, Nanny McPhee, Night Nanny at the Museum. Uh, no, not Home Alone. Alone there's really. no magic that. Yeah, no. he learns that that old man that he's scared of is just a poor, sad guy who doesn't talk it's to not his magic. son. And he but he doesn't have. I need to reconnect with my family. No, and like he doesn't have like family I issues Home in Alone. Home Alone. That's the lesson of Home Alone. <laughs> I'm hanging up on the call. Y'all are praying for my downfall. It's just- it does not fit in the category. <laughs> it's a little boy who learns a lesson about connecting with his family. How does he's that not, happen? His in parents that aren't like getting a divorce. It, they left him when they but went to. But he's got family strife going on. It is. No. It does fit into the category. Uh, it's a little boy learning a lesson about family. But Fuck I think you. the thing is. All right, moving on. But I think the thing is like mostly just that they, not even necessarily the family thing. I think they mostly just don't make live action kids movies anymore. Like, outside what of about Paddington... Home, what's the new Home Alone movie that nobody home, watched? Home Sweet Home Alone. Home Sweet Home Alone? Checkmate Jackson. Because the like, the, like, family movie used to be such a huge thing, where it's, like, mm-hmm. Home Alone and Mrs. Doubtfire, yeah. like, the Chris Columbus, like, family movie. But now yeah. I think, like, big action blockbusters are just that, again. Like that's what you well, go it's see we're with not your family. Chris Columbus make movies anymore. But that's like, the only thing he knows how to do. If you're going with your whole family to see a movie, you're seeing Avengers three or whatever, or like Hunger Games mm-hmm. or something, instead of like a movie about a kid who goes on an adventure. And you're just gonna cross your fingers and hope that they're mature enough to handle it. <laughs> yeah. <they're> <laughs> um. But yeah, and just like I don't know, I think the movie's fine. Like I think Michael Keaton's fun. He's definitely less fun when he's a snowman. <laughs> But, you know... I disagree. I think the snowman is good. You think the snowman's good? Okay. Not your I case, like the snowman. Okay, well, here's the thing. Is that I do have the blinders on. I don't think as badly as I thought I was going to. I mm-hmm. thought I was going to be like, there's no faults with this movie. And obviously yeah. there are. But I do <laughs> think... Like, because the Henson Company, it's the they made the snowman mm. puppet. And I oh. think that it's... I think it's pretty good. Like, I think that... Like, the way that it emotes, and, like, it, it doesn't detract me from, like, feeling the feelings of a father, like, having to rekindle a bond with his son after dying. Right. Like, it doesn't stop me from, like, going through those motions. Especially that scene when he, like, goes inside the cabin and is, like, tucking him in. Like, he gives, like, this whole dramatic monologue, and I think that it's pretty, it's, like, not bad, you know? And he, like, <laughs> gives him a little kiss on the forehead. And that's pretty good. But, like, I think that this is a really, like, an not advanced, but it's a, it's a pretty complex story to tell about how do you grieve someone when you're also, like, mad at them. Because it's, right. I like that Charlie isn't like, okay, sure, like, you're my dad. We've gotten past that point where it's, like, a weird talking snowman. But he doesn't immediately go, like, Yay, I'm so excited. He's, like, still kind of mad at him. He's like, right. you, mm-hmm. like, you, this happened because you prioritized yourself over our family. And that's, like, a hard thing to talk about, especially for, like, children. So watching this as, like, a five-year-old or whatever, I was like, 
kind of blown away by that because you just assume that like oh you, like you can still have anger towards your parents and it's valid because your parents aren't constantly like these selfless people who are like churning out whatever you need for them they also have their own lives right. that operate outside mm-hmm. of who you are and that's not that doesn't that's not a story that gets told all the time i think that's really interesting mm-hmm. especially through the guise of christmas <laughs> the guise of a snowman <laughs> a snowman snow dad is better than no dad snow dad is better than no dad I, I think that That's what I think. without any kind of blinders on for this movie, I do think that personally the snowman was a little distracting. And it, it, it's not the worst puppet in the world, but just no puppet's going to be able to replace Michael Keaton. And that's the problem. That's that, true. Because Michael Keaton is so good and so dynamic and doing such a good job. Did you know that it was supposed to be George Clooney originally. That would be pretty good too. That would have worked too. Yeah. Was in that would have totally worked too. That's like the same level of charisma. Like, but the, we'd have the same problem. Where I just I don't think that snowman puppet can yeah. carry the movie the same way that the actor does when we just see him being charming and cool. And that's I. But then I there know. isn't a movie. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's the movie. But I think the movie. Well, I think the movie should have been animated, and that would have solved all of our problems. But that's just me. But. But it's, then there's no Michael Keaton. There's, he's still voicing it. What do you mean? Yeah, <laughs> an then we have robots playing all of the characters or all AI. No, generated. Maddie, what are you? What were you gonna say? <laughs> I just think that it, if well, the if it was animated, then you, it wouldn't hit as hard. That like this boy and the idea of grieving is. I mean, obviously, grieving would still be very real in an animated play. Have you seen? Coco? But like, I feel like you'd lose some of that like life. That this is like it's a real story told with a fantastical twist because this because during the whole beginning of the film I was like man I really don't want Michael Keaton to die <laughs> I like yeah, him so much gonna, he plays the harmonica so big stupid snowman yeah. <laughs> that scene when he comes home and like he and his wife are like um excuse me sir like what are you doing like that little flirting scene right. is so sweet and just, mm-hmm. it's so sad they do give a little kiss mm-hmm. you're yeah. like ugh. And I, mean, I like I think the way that, I, I think noticed the puppet is effective in that you feel the loss of him because now he's this big <coughs> stupid puppet and you feel like he's not in the movie anymore. But I don't. I just I don't know. The, the, the transition is just so jarring that I do feel like you lose a lot of like what makes the like the opening so good is that emotional connection and him doing such a good job as a father. I think you lose a little bit of that when he's a doofy snowman and it's not terrible and you don't lose it completely. It's just definitely jarring. Like I just think it could we could have done something, you know. I really like okay, in that, that opening sequence. Where... I'm I'm gonna try to steer us away from debating the snowman. <laughs> I think that the opening sequence of this, like, because at first you kind of roll your eyes when he like shows up at beginning sequence because they're so just like almost like comically happy. It's just like this perfect little family. Like he stayed up late. And he comes mm-hmm. in. He's playing music with the kids and he loves his wife yeah. and they're all so happy to be Build together. And on some level, <laughs> you're just like. Okay, geez, like, come on, laying it on a little thick here, huh? And you're like, so he's just like this perfect dad, especially because Michael Keaton, just as a persona, has like a little bit of weird stank on him, you know, like in the way that yeah. he interacts with people. You're like, he's got crazy eyes. He's got like a little bit of sleaze. There's just like a little bit of an edge to him. Yeah. So you're like, okay, so he's just like, what, like perfect dad everybody loves? But they, they like let you have that really nice, like perfect family moment before they then choose to deploy what the other side of that is in their more day-to-day mm-hmm. life that, that becomes mm-hmm. a problem. And I think the way that they do that, because it would be so easy to just be like, oh, yeah, 
he's a bad dad. He's doing all this, but also they love him or even like be like, Oh, here's this magical moment, but it's going to be undercut by some weird tension. Like letting those things like play out first one. And then the other, I think is really interesting to me because it lets you like fully and completely accept and understand how much they love each other as a family before you get into, you know, letting that be kind of undercut by this, that, and the other thing. Mm-hmm. Which I think was, like, super effective. And I think Michael Keaton is good casting because it's just that. Like, he's so, like, charismatic and fun to watch and good to good to be around. But he's always got, like, you know, just that little bit of... I mean, like I said, just a little bit of stank. You're kind of like, what's yeah. up with this guy? Like, what's his deal, he's really? He's got a roguish charm, yeah. <laughs> this, yeah. Guy, this guy looks like he's a family man, but also sells illegal weapons to bad guys. <laughs> Maybe he's Spider-Boy and he says, get involved. And this and is also like a, this is like the rare mid Michael Keaton also, because yeah, like we all know like young Michael 11. Keaton, like we all know like young Michael Keaton where he's like, oh, I'm Michael Keaton. I'm Batman. I'm a comedian kind of, I'm doing Beetlejuice or whatever. And we all know old wrinkly Michael Keaton, but like this like nineties <laughs> Michael Keaton where balding he's like kind of just like balding and normal. You're like, oh, this is weird. I'm not used to this. Like this is Who like and blonde, <laughs> mid blonde Michael turn Keaton. of the century blonde Michael moment. Keaton. Yeah, it's like I I have almost no context for like you know mid era Michael Keaton. I was like, oh, so this is what Michael Keaton was like. Well, in this the 90s. is this is absolutely the first exposure that I ever had to Michael Keaton. Right, like everything that I've seen Michael Keaton in, I'm like, oh yeah, the Snowman guy. <laughs> oh yeah, Jack guy. Frost. <laughs> like. That's the yeah, yeah I've Frost. seen I've seen him. He's from Jack Frost. Oh yeah, Jack Frost from him. Jack Frost. Also, <laughs> the voice actor from for, who plays Hogarth in the Iron Giant is in this movie mm. as a friend who doesn't ever speak. <laughs> I looked it up. And <laughs> and the kid Charlie, you know what movie he was in recently? What? Mank. No way! Who is he in Mank? <laughs> yeah. He's like I don't I looked I looked it Holy up last night like 1:30 in the morning. I don't remember what is what character cuz it was like a smaller role. Right. Hold on, hold on. I, I got to like, know hey. who this kid is in Mank. Holy shit. Uh, he's, and he's in the the pe- licorice pizza or whatever. Oh, is he he's in that movie? Okay. Oh. Joseph Cross. He's in Lincoln. Yes. He's in Milk. Oh, I kind of know this guy. I didn't like I didn't realize yeah. it. Like, but now that I've seen a picture of him as an adult, I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah like, he's kind guy. of around. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's like, he's doing stuff. He's acting. He's Joseph a doing Cross. stuff kind of guy. He's doing he plays stuff. Charles. He plays Charles Lederer in Mank. <laughs> uh, Don't yeah, the beloved seriously. character Charles Lederer. <laughs> well, yeah. he can only play characters I mean, whose name there. are Charles. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. It's true. Uh, Jack Frost. He's playing he hockey. Is. What else we got? What else we got here? I I okay. do think the J-Shot thing the... is a little obvious in terms of just, like, screenwriting. Like, there's yeah, one the hockey 90s. trick that he never got to learn, and now he has to, his dad has to teach him that hockey trick from before he and died. And it's also about being the man in the wrap it up with a nice little bow about. there. It's got a double meaning. It's not just about the hockey. Right. That too. It it is kind of obvious, but it is also for children. Right. So I'm not gonna get like that mad about it. Yeah. But like that scene right before he goes to Aspen and then like dies subsequently, where he like he his wife was mad at him the night before, so they like 
it's not like they had like mm. super fun, restful, whatever. Um, and he like goes to like kiss her, and she's like, "You can kiss me later." Like, and then they never, they're never gonna kiss again. Right. Like that's so sad. And when he's like, "I'll, I'll, I'll show you later." Like I'll do all of this later. Like it's, I mean, it's thematic. Mm-hmm. Like he's waiting for all right. of this later time, and then there is no later time. I mean, we do that's, also. You know, that's tricky. We do also all like old, where the opening sequence of old is literally just people saying like, "I can't wait until I'm older." Like <laughs> I over and over wait. again, and you're like, "I okay. always want to live in the future, and I always want to <laughs> live in the past." Yeah. Uh, How can we have a successful marriage? Me with my tumor. What is going whatever. to happen when we oh, are old? about the past. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Um, the dog has died. The dog. The dog has, has died. died. That's the best line reading ever. I love that. It's so the much. best line. Uh, uh, but I do like you know I think in the way that this movie handles like the actual death of the dad, I kind of like the way they handle it because it doesn't feel. You know, when I was doing um, the full stream ahead videos, I had to watch, I think, three different, like, kid (laughs) with terminal (laughs) cancer movies. Like, that whole, like, John Green subgenre. And, like, I just hate that shit. Like, I think that shit is so. (laughs) Well. But it's, I mean, he yeah, didn't invent I mean, it. I mean, like, it's just like, <laughs> but like, it's just, it's such a thing where it's like, just the emotional experience of it. Like, not that there's anything objectively wrong with it, because it's what a lot of people want. But for me, it's like, you know, like the premise of the movie is like, they're going to die, you know, like 20 minutes before the end of the movie, this kid and Every every interaction you have with them is viewed through the lens of they're going to die. And that informs the emotional experience <clears throat> of the whole movie. And then when they die, they make a big fucking meal out of it. It's all about this like big build up for you like knowing and seeing it coming a mile away that they are going to die and how it's going to affect the people around them. And like it's this thing that just like it's this weird like almost like induced crying. Yeah. <laughs> that I just think, like, as an ex- emotional experience for a movie, I don't, I don't like. Like, it bums me out. And I think that this movie is really good at not doing that. Because it lets you, you know, like, have that experience. And, like, you know, on some level, if you know the premise of the movie, you know the dad's going to die. If you watch the trailer through that times, But, yeah. like, when he dies... Yeah, if you've watched the trailer 900 times on your, like, Mike VHS... You you know he's gonna die, but then like when he does die, they are like pretty clear. It's like oh he's in the car, he goes off the road, and then you just cut to a year later, right? It's like we're still sad, like things are still like not good, but you don't have to have the like hereditary <laughs> like someone telling the mom that somebody's dead sequence. Like you don't have to see the funeral, you don't have to do all this thing. It's just it's really clean, and it's really sort of spares you like. You know, and well, that there's also theatrical that, experience. I don't the know. The in between, but the in between scene where it's just Charlie like sitting in the window waiting right. for him is mm-hmm. also like so rough. Like that's so it's hard. Just, it's well calibrated. I, I, I like that. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think it's way better than like 
like you they get a phone call and yeah. they're like George her is door yeah. her head ended up there <laughs> like you just like you, you just know that like he's sitting there waiting and he's not gonna show up and then like cutting to a year later is way better than anything else they having them done. go to the funeral I know I'm gonna get shot down immediately for this but I was thinking about it which I does have- make that I don't know. I kind of struggle with kid logic in movies sometimes because I know that to him, that's like what certain things feel like. But when you look at like the objective logic of it, it's like, okay, your dad was training your artist, blah, 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 all that stuff. I kind of wanted it to be like, like they didn't know if he had died in a car crash or if he, he had just like never come home. And they were like, where did, did he run away? Did he like run off with somebody? Like what happened to him? I kind of wanted that element of it. So there's, like, that other, that's, like, another level of anger towards the dad of, like, did you die? Was it out of your control? Did you just leave? Like, that kind of thing. And I know it's not what the movie goes for, but I think that would just be, like, another added bit of tension on top of, like, the attention that we've established. But just something, I don't know, maybe more, more logical to it. Because we're seeing the kid logic and the adult logic, like, kind of butt heads during the beginning, you know? And nobody agrees with me, and that's fine. And we can move on. Right. Uh-huh. No, I'm just thinking about what you said. Uh... I do, I do think it's a little bit awkward, his, like, style at the beginning, where they have to, like, really go out of his way to, like, give him a look that would read but if it were a on a star, snowman. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, it's like, oh, yeah, he's the dad, he wears a scarf and a hat. All the time. It's like I he's, guess, like, iconic like, a really look. particular yeah. hat. No, it's a cool hat. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. He's Scarf and Hat Dad. Scar- <laughs> yeah. That's the kind of dad Play I want harmonica. to be. Band. Scarf and Play Hat harmonica. Dad. <laughs> what do you guys think about his band? But it's dream. I mean, are they that good? <laughs> are, were, are they worth getting signed? Jackson's I'm telling you. Dying over this was 1998. This was 1998. This was Big Bad Voodoo Daddy's Squirrel Nut Zippers o'clock in yeah. culture. Like, we were ready. Blues Traveler. He is going to be the next yeah. Blues Traveler. Yeah. I just think it's so funny when the mom's like, will you sing me that song? And he's like, <laughs> She keeps sad. saying, sing yeah, me like, a smile. And, that's and then the they worst. play the actual that's version the of the song. It means nothing. Yeah. But they play the actual version of the song where, like, it's like, smooth and the vocalist is like every time i say goodbye i sigh a little and then you get cut to michael keaton he's like say goodbye like it's not it's a but i remember as a child like that scene at the very end when she asks him to sing it like one last time i i'm like oh like he's singing for her and i i'm not gonna lie i did cry i cried at the end again as an adult um, because I think it's still sad to like deal with grief. I know. They, I think they do have a good job of expressing that. I'm just gonna say, it. grief is sad. Like I don't I care, care who you are. Sad. Grief is sad. But you, you can quote me on that. I think grief is sad. Yeah, quote me on it. <laughs> I'm but not afraid to si- say it. Yeah, but like the scene where like they at the very end when his friend after being like, I just didn't feel like. I can play mm-hmm. music anymore. Like, I just don't feel like I can, like, pursue that anymore. And you just see him, like, playing the piano again for the first time. And, like, Charlie's playing with his friends again. And there's no dialogue. Like, right. it's just, like, you know, like, because that's the whole point is that you see him at the beginning. And he's, like, the king of the of the playground. Mm-hmm. And he's the savior of the fifth graders. Right. And, I, yeah, like, that's they're getting good. in that snowball fight. 
It is. It's fun. And he like, he's saving the younger kids and the bullies are like, oh, we hate him. And he, and like, he's so triumphant and like, he's the, he's the mm. best person on his hockey team and blah, 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 blah. Um, and then I cut to a year later and he's like, just shaking it off. Mm. Like, no, I cannot be a part. Right. Like, I, I'm not, I'm not participating in this. Like, it doesn't matter to me anymore. Like, why did, why would I care to like, you know, get back to a point where I do feel like I can be a kid again. Mm-hmm. I think that's cool. I think that's a cool little sequence. I mostly, and I, uh, and I appreciate it. Like now that I'm with a little, like now that I've like seen the whole movie, I really think this movie is like a really well produced, really touching yeah, it's a solid, like, family it's a solid story for the stuff, first 45 yeah. minutes. And then there's like an hour yeah. of like snowman <laughs> antics that you just have to be like, what? Fine, fine. Okay, sure, whatever. Fine. Like, whatever. Fine, 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 fine. Yeah. And, but like, it, it, but you know, sprinkled in. And this you're is like, really oh, and this is from and before. Like, yeah, that other movie. Boobs. Like. Okay, cool. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. Fine. He splits the snowboard yeah, in half. Okay, whatever. It's like, oh, I gotta, I gotta go up to the mountains to save my dad from melting and then he gets up there and I'm just like turns die. into a magic tornado <laughs> and you're like I guess why do we do this <laughs> <laughs> I I remember that scene though when he tries to get to the hockey arena Pavement. and like is melting mm. across the um like pavement right. i just remember that being so visceral like <laughs> he's like, oh, dying he's, di- yeah. he's literally gonna die again for his son <laughs> yeah. to watch him play hockey and then also that scene where they that like the snowplow runs into the truck that they're riding up the red and the icy. icy like explodes mm. like that yeah. like i just yeah i just like felt that i was like oh yeah it's like, just like very <laughs> tactile in my brain <laughs> And this is different, but I do think that that scene where to landslide, he's building the snowman by himself. I think, I think that, that scene's good. really good, where he builds the snowman by himself. <laughs> so I would like it better yeah. if he didn't walk out sadly yeah. and see the other family Sad. be like, I love you so much, Dad! I love you, daughter! Let's go inside! Like, if that did <laughs> yeah. happen before, yeah, I would like it just a little bit better. <laughs> it was. It was real bad, that ADR. <laughs> Like, yeah. I was like, you can't even see their yeah. mouths. And they were so loud. I love you, father. Like, yes, I love you, dad. And her mouth was like, <laughs> yeah. You're like, come on, Natalie. <laughs> okay, let's okay. go play. You're like, okay. But, sure, like, sure. but like, they were going yeah. oh, to like, like record it in a bathroom. Yeah. So yeah. So weird. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I, I love you, dad. That's how he did Yeah. But They're then the scene, the yeah. Right afterwards, <laughs> yeah. though, it's pretty good. It is really where, good. It's yeah. covered Also, um, so there are vocal variations in this. Did Stevie Nicks record a That's version hilarious. for this? It one? might be. I don't know. Did she record a version for Jack Frost? Because yeah, it's I not the same know. recording yeah. as in like the record. It's it not might just be like a you know. I mean, all these old bands they release like fucking you know deluxe versions where it's like twelve From alternate takes. And you're like, okay, yeah. I guess so. Yeah, that's true. So it, it could have been one of those, or, or maybe. maybe Stevie Nicks re-recorded <laughs> or... her part for it. <laughs> but like, I don't there's know, the music like... in this movie's pretty good. Yeah, like, the there's song a lot that of good songs in this. Whatever that song is that plays when they're getting in the snowball fight with the other kids, where Jack Frost. Where Snow Dad is on the snowboard. Yeah. I think there was maybe, <laughs> like, like too, too many music drops for me. Like, I was like, okay, like, they're doing a thing, he's a musician, I get it, but it just, like, kept happening. 
all the time. And I'm like, okay, we got It's like stop. the... It does. It feels like the Pokemon you movie soundtrack. You love music drops. <laughs> You're a music drop fan. I don't think it's fan. music that like, I enjoy. You like, them, like Birds of Prey or whatever. You well, know, that's that not my fault you don't like dad rock. Yeah, man. Like, this is a very dad rock soundtrack. <clears throat> I'm not saying it's your fault. I'm saying it's not my fault. No, it just happened. It's nobody's it fault. In the world it was like no this. one's like, fault. Like, nobody's Jesus. fault. Merry Christmas. You guys want to know? You guys want to know what? a fun fact about Jack Frost? Uh, this is one oh. of Paul F. Tompkins' earliest acting roles. He plays an extra at the hockey game. Good stuff. I don't know. I didn't see him. I was looking for him. I was wondering, but mm. I, I guess he's in there. He said that he's in there. <laughs> I can. I know that. Like, I can see as a grown person that there are just like. Too many Oops, bits, all bits in this movie. Yeah. Like it's just too many. Like, and I think for I think for me, the one that I really don't like is that the coach yeah. sees him as a snowman. <laughs> right. Like while he's going on his like like acceptance walk as a snowman and he's like, Oh Sid, like remember we we played talking together in high school? And he's like the rest of the movie. then he is just crazy. And so then the news interviews him and they're like He's crazy now. He's he thinks snowmen can talk. And he has no <laughs> reaction like, when he sees why? that snowman like, in the yard like, why again. Have that? <laughs> yeah, I want, I, want, see, I want him to have like a mental break and like kill no, snowman. No, he's like dad. we're not. Just, like, start like pulling him apart. <laughs> like no, that's my dad. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> that's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> I like, true. I mean, yeah, I don't know. The The puppet is weird because it's like, it is a puppet, but it's also like kind of yeah. augmented by CGI in a lot of weird ways. And like, yeah. that's bad it, for every time actually, that you're like, oh, this is kind of working. <laughs> right. Every time you're like, oh, this is kind of working. There's also a time where you're like, I don't know what's going on here. Like something's happening with his lips that <laughs> I don't quite like. He doesn't like properly. Like when he's like talking to his wife and he's like sad. And then she like talks to him and he's walking away. And he's got this weird expression like as he's walking away. And you're like, what's that? Are you happy? Are you sad? <laughs> he's there's that. Yeah, there's that moment where where he's like facing away. Yeah. But he's like listening to what the mom is saying. And you keep like cutting to like, his reaction. You know, to like the things that are happening behind him, and it's always just like, <laughs> and you're like, was that a good? Was that a smile or he a might, frown? Yeah. Was is he upset? I'm not sure. Like I can infer from context how he might feel, but based on that, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, all you know is. is that he is. Jack Frost feeling. asks you to He's feel feeling. He definitely, there's and he can't express it. There's a. That's all that it is. There's a beat there. There's There's, we don't know what it is, but there definitely is one. The eye of the beholder, baby. Yeah. The eye of the beholder. Yeah. (laughs) Maddie, I'm gonna ask you a question. Yes. Um. Okay. What? Uh. If you could put uh uh, landslide. Is that what that song's called? Yeah, Mm -hmm. landslide. Yeah. Into any feature film, what would it be? Wherever you would like it to be. Okay. Well, I'd like it in every film. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's the best song of all right. time. You can see my reflection and in the snow color. Stevie Nicks wrote it in 15 minutes mm-hmm. while working as a waitress in Colorado. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I would add it to um, probably like mm-hmm. Phineas and Ferber across the second dimension. That, that feels right. That feels <laughs> right. Okay. 
Probably during the part. What scene? Yeah. Like, with the part? part when they're, like, you know, like, in the cage, like, was that, that cage monster, and they're, like, in the lava? You know the one, you know, oh, yeah, I was Well, I was thinking it would be during the scene, no, during the scene where they find out that Perry the platypus has been bamboozling them the whole time. Yes, that is such, that is so true. And they, and then he has, like, the pictures of them, and he's, like, walking away. <laughs> So sad. No, that would actually be like really. Yeah. I would if you work before. Yeah. yeah, I already cried, and that, I don't even need that. The was there? <laughs> that was Maddie and I watched Phineas and Ferb across the second dimension. That was like the first thing we watched mm. dur- once, like the shutdown happened for the pandemic. Right. Because we yeah. were just like both laying on the floor, just like not knowing what to do with our lives. Yeah. So we we're like. You want to watch videos for the second dimension? Oh, that's it. That's March eighteenth. It was the first thing we did. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. you Vinny's couldn't go to school. I couldn't go to work. You know, we had nothing. We had Where all we did was Vinny's go to Judge Bros and watch Phineas and Ferb. Do you think? Yeah, Blooney. Uh-huh. Here's something. Here's something I was thinking about. This is not relevant, but like, you know, whenever we like take a date and we like turn it into like the name of something, mm-hmm. good like nine eleven. Yeah. Very catchy, good mouthfeel. Yeah. Like we call it nine eleven because yeah. it's a good, it's a good, it's it feels good on the tongue. It looks good. Yeah, we need something. We Sounds can't just good. keep doing yeah, January sixth. Like we need, like we say the insurrection, but sometimes people are like January sixth. Like that's, that's not a good, good. date. That's it. not a good Got date to just refer to J six. Like a J six. Like a like a J six. It doesn't work though because there's like so many months that's already in history that you know. So it says J six. You don't know what I'm talking about. Guys, I have a really something really scary happened. I looked out my window and there was a snowman, and I was my dad's not (laughs) home right now, and he's been gone for a while. That snowman. (laughs) And I saw my reflection in the snowman. And you saw your reflection closer, in the guys. snow-colored hills? He's dead for a oh, year. No, I ble- he's getting close. No. Welcome to Scary Pasta Book Club. What's it called? Creepy Pasta Book Club. <laughs> I said Scary Pasta Book Club, <laughs> like, which like is honestly scary close pasta enough. Book club. Scary I'm bringing pasta. it out of the grave. It's time to go. Oh, it's like it's that, bit it fairly, that bit in Fairly Odd Parents. But it's that bit in Fairly Odd Parents when like the they're, they're like the fairies are trying to get to Fairy World and then I remember he's like, that Fairy bit. World, That's a good bit. No, Fairy World, <laughs> Fairy World, no good Harry bit. World. There's a lot of good bits. Fairy World. That's good. That's a good bit. You it's gotta. Bit. This one uh, deserves like a little bit of drama. Should Maddie read it? A little bit of, you know. Yeah. Do we want Maddie to read the Maddie Maddie read it. I think Maddie should read this, the creepy pasta. <laughs> Whoa! Okay. I just broke a pair of nail clippers. Wow, anyway. powerful <laughs> nails. Just by touching them. Just, just by touching, touching powerful them. Powerful nails. <laughs> okay, I'm, I've opened the link. I've opened the... Also, uh, I don't know if anybody cares, but I got tickets to see Olivia Rodrigo. Pretty good. Uh, cool. Um, so... <laughs> For fifty bucks, I don't know. Pretty, pretty I don't know if you've seen them on Twitter, but people are mad at Olivia Rodrigo for not having more tickets. Oh yeah, but I got because um, she wants to play smaller venues, which is like you yeah. know what? I that's cool. yeah. I don't. I don't care. I respect yeah. it, and I made it. <laughs> yeah, literally. Anyway, I'm like, I'm like Harry Styles, I know, right? girl. There was too many people <laughs> in that in that room. We live in a creepy Anyways, pasta. Here's the creepy <laughs> pasta. <laughs> it is. It. It is called Nelly. Hmm. 
Frittata. Should I read the date and the submission and the yeah, link? Little tiny, tiny? Little baby, little tiny baby. Oh, tiny, baby. tiny. This is a tiny creepy pasta. <laughs> little tiny length. I do want to know when it was published. <laughs> okay, it's published year. October seventh, twenty fifteen. Okay, this is a more recent one. Oh my gosh, I I was in eighth grade. Just for reference. <laughs> I was in eighth grade. Oh, I thought that was the beginning Again. of the creepy pasta. I was like, well, I've been. Oh no, that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're like that's a kind of. I was in eighth grade. For Good reference. detail. Good detail. <laughs> Excellent starting line. <laughs> Here's how it starts. I'm going to read it now. Good. Back in the woods, in a little old town, there sits a grave on unholy ground. It's covered in leaves and things that crawl. Buried in weeds, weeds and vines weeds. that sprawl. Weeds. <laughs> weeds. The light is dim and the wind grows cold. Her name was Nellie. She was 10 years old. It does. See, this Are feels you like a chapter book that Jackson would have been reading in third grade <laughs> right, a little bit. Right, like, the, like a picture book. I'm, I'm a little, so I got far, a little chill. Nellie, dead. Did she turn into a snowman? Well, you'll find out in this next line what she does. <laughs> okay. She killed her family and fed on their fat. She killed their dog to feed her cat. She haunted the neighbors with her spells and her tricks. She stabbed at their ankles with nails and sharp sticks. back in. I like, here's like what she did. It really takes a hard turn. She killed turn. her family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also, she kind of like, she had little pokey things. I was like, okay, maybe, maybe one of those things is a little them, worse. Yeah. Maybe don't start with that one. And <laughs> she... <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, she danced in the shadows to a devilish tune, calling up spirits and drawing down the moon. She struck the fear in their hearts. <laughs> in the snow. <laughs> and I saw my reflection. She's building landslide at 3 a.m. In covered hill. <laughs> uh, she struck fear in their hearts on those long, lonely nights. They locked their doors and windows and left on their lights. Through darkness and shadows and under the bed, she tickled their toes and chop oh, off their Nelly. heads. Oh, man. Escalation. Oh, Nelly. Oh, Nelly. <laughs> oh, Nelly. <laughs> like, stop, Babe, stop. Is that you? Stop it. <laughs> really, Nelly really works in two planes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And in the county they gathered, they came to the church. With pitchfork and lantern, they started their search. Long into the night, they followed her trail. They searched one. all the shadows and one, deep Emily into Dickinson. wells. When they no, found her half crazed. <laughs> yeah, they were in eighth grade. They told us they, they were in eighth grade. She's definitely in a well. For for reference, yeah. for reference, for reference, I am in eighth grade. Um, oh, when they found her half crazed, they she put up a fight. They killed her by fire, screaming echoes in the night. They buried her bones on the unholy ground. A secret they kept to the grave. It was bound. If you hear it, don't tell it. You'll regret if you do. For if you dare speak it, she'll come back after you. Her grave, if you find it. And dare be so bold. You'll remember Nellie. She, she was, was 10 years old. That was the Didn't true story. She wasn't even in eighth grade. <laughs> that was the true story of Nellie Furtado. She was in fourth grade. She was in fourth or fifth. <laughs> Nellie Furtado. <laughs> 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 
I like that. I was just like looking like a little bit. That's kind of a good one. That's kind of a good one, Adelaide. I used to write a lot of creepypastas.com sometimes and just wait until like a tiny or a small one shows up. So I was just doing that, going through. Like all of them were like, it's, it all started when I when I was with my friend's house. Like there's just like 12 million of those. I keep going and going, and then I just land on this one, and it's like once upon a time there was yeah. a guy with a dime, and yeah. then he killed a man, and then his name was Sam. And I'm like, whoa, this is something different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> she, she a little rhyme. Yeah, I, I, I was in eighth grade once. I know what the creative process of that. She killed her dog to feed the cat. And this is absolutely like a page out of that book where it's like you figure out what poetry is and you think that rhyming is like the smartest, yeah. coolest shit in the world. And you're like, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to write some shit. <laughs> I mean, we also <laughs> we we like 45 don't years actually old. know how old they <laughs> Yeah, they weren't actually in eighth grade. I was we just know how old Maddie was. I wrote this one. Oh, I wrote it in eighth grade. Maddie's like, "Oh, Melly, what a really like good." I just assume that every This one is good. This is wow, very smart. That's what it feels like. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. It's not probably accurate. Like I feel like SCP writers kind of drift older to like in their twenties and older. The creepy pastas are all in eighth grade. That's just the rule. That's how it works. Uh, uh, yeah, that's, this is true. So do we have any final thoughts, final judgments on Jack Frost? I don't think it's the worst. I don't think it's the greatest. Just to know what that trailer that was about, honestly. Maybe just mm. once. <laughs> and I like the snowman hijinks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's, it's, there's, listen, this is a Christmas movie. It's fun to have snowboarding. And sledding mm, and mm. snowball fighting, snowball fights. No snowman angels. building. Yeah. They don't make uh, the no snow before he makes a snow angel. It's normal, no and the snow, snow dad does it, and it looks That's like true. a snowman. That's and true. they're like, Haha. or your devil. Yeah. He said, I could be your angle or your a devil. Snow. Yeah, no like angles. A snow angle. No angles. But I like the harmonica. Yeah, the dad plays the fucking harmonica. How sick is that shit? That's incredible. Yeah. And then you get that one sad little that's har- harmonizes that harmonizes with landslide. <laughs> yeah, that's freaking good, and dude. There is absolutely like, him just in the bed. like I don't know if I like or don't like that. There's absolutely no, no attempt to questions. to rationalize anything that happens in this movie. Like the <laughs> harmonica just, it's just magic. was actually magic. Period. That's it. It's, it gets one line. <laughs> yeah. You played yeah. the magic harmonica. I didn't know it was magic. <laughs> Me neither. Yeah, yeah, the story that he tells about the harmonica is not that it's magic. It's and like, because like, yeah. on the one hand, he said I'd go far, and he's like, "That's not real." And he's like, "You're right. It's not real." Like he never said that it was magic. Period. <laughs> right. Well, because it's like on the one yeah. hand you're like, I, I can't, hold I don't on, hear it. let's explain the magic harmonica, really... maybe. But then on the other hand, it's like, do I really want a scene in this movie where they go up to the mountains and they the encounter a witch and the well, witch explains to them why? It's like, no, no, I don't want that. You made the harmonica, but maybe came like back yeah. from heaven. It was Jesus Christ gave him the magic harmonica, and then, but yeah. And but then like at the end it's like they get up to the mountains and it's just like when you go I'm in the, the mountains, mountains now so I have, have to die, die and turn That's into why a I tornado and I'm Michael Keaton again. 
Yeah, and you're just like there was like it's like no impetus for this. They just they just like happen. I'm okay with and it. You're like I, it's yeah. fine. Like I guess it's better than taking twenty minutes to explain it. But like still, come on. Yeah, yeah. Probably could have used less time um, in the the snowboarding scene <laughs> with the, it's all a long. Of the, like, it's kind of hard to follow along, along with, with the butts and the balls in the like, after a few That's minutes. That's what <laughs> Nanny McPhee really does. Yeah. Were we at school? They, like, somehow yeah. end up, like, skiing all the way a down a mountain, and you're like, what? I thought that's cool. Like, Is that the... Did you just come to the playground? Is this the what playground? Colorado's like? Yeah. Are we still in school? Colorado's all mountains. <laughs> but, like, I I do think... Oh, well, I lost my train of thought, actually. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, does but the scene... The scene where, like, the transition to... Uh, like, I need to move on. Like, you're ready and, like, you can do it and you can live yeah, your life. Yeah, yeah. So, probably could have had, like, mm, another minute or two <laughs> than the, the long Let's just sit sequence, with that. Which is what Nanny McPhee does so well because she explains that as she becomes more beautiful, mm. the kids become more well behaved and she's ready to move on. Right. But that, oh. that's never established. Real quick, I was just talking about Nanny McPhee. What is the moral? Because we decided the moral is if hot, then you can be bad. I ain't never but seen if you're not hot, it, so I'm, I'm not sure. Gotta better be, be nice. on your best behavior. That's not the <laughs> yes. moral of Nanny McPhee. <laughs> you gotta watch no. Nanny McPhee. It's, if you're nice to people, they'll become more beautiful. That's yeah, the moral. Uh-huh. The nicer That's you the are, the hotter the people nice around you will be. These are all bullet points. Which I actually got it, Drew. So like, yeah. so, like, if you act nice, then you'll be around hot people. Yeah, if you act nice, you'll be around hot people. Because they're like, oh, excuse me, and her wart disappears into her face. No wart anymore. Yeah. They're like, um, said, excuse me. That's why I don't, Andy I'm not going to lie so anymore. Snaggle to because he's nice. That's gone. why he's hot. Teeth <laughs> straight that? as an arrow. He's Nanny McPhee. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is what happens that's, when you're that, unproblematic. That, that's that the moral. That might be the moral. Yeah. The exactly. moral might be if you act nice, you'll be hotter. Yeah. yeah. That might be Who's the moral. To say? That's Who's it. to say? That's Next one. week, Nanny and McPhee. Also, it's okay to marry your maid. You <laughs> okay. Yeah, marry, okay, I'll marry watch your maid. Ginger uh, beer. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, would you guys like to hear a five star review of Jack Frost? Yes. Jack Frost? Uh, that's, the, that's the claymation version. This review comes from letterbox.com. And this person says. Uh, I don't know of a better film than this. My roommate tried to walk out of the room with seven minutes left, and I screamed at him. I don't think I've gotten that angry in a very long time. This review has five likes. (laughs) (laughs) I want to meet that Five people were like, I agree with this. Obviously because they were scared for their life. What do you mean? And then walk out the last seven minutes. They're like, Why? I know yeah. oh, the movie's almost They found over. an exit. They didn't want to see Snow Dad die. They didn't want to see Snow Dad die. There was an unholy roar. That was Nelly. Nelly wrote that comment. <laughs> we're screamed at. <laughs> but, I, yeah, Nelly. I love the idea that they said that can't they, don't, they can't picture a better movie. <laughs> like, at all. At, like, this is the best movie of, um, it, like, it's more than like this is a good kids movie. Like Citizen this is a Kane, good kids movie. Yeah. Never this heard is of the it. best movie. movie. I don't know of any movie that's saying. better than this. <laughs> no. Citizen Kane. They, there's a sled, but the sled doesn't turn into <laughs> it's two, got two snowboards. Sleds. No, 
<laughs> How could it be better than this? What if you? That means it's twice as good as Citizen Kane. Maybe I should start pitching yeah. like a Citizen Kane twice. remake yeah, to to people and just have it be like fucking Point Break, where it's like all about like extreme <laughs> sports. <It's>... Yeah, <laughs> that's Mario Sonic versus versus the other versus... Mario Sonic. And the yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> my name is Adam. Okay, do that. So, hey, my name is Jackson McMurray. My name is Keisha Rhodes. My name and is Mothman Madison. Yeah. <laughs> and Mothball. This has Rose. been Cool Takes. Check <laughs> us out next time. We're talking about The Shadow in the Cloud with Kyle Hickman from the Monsters at the Movies podcast. The movie where Chloe Grace Moretz falls out of an airplane and then gets blasted back into the airplane. I knew nothing about this movie. What? That's the only thing I know about the movie, but I'm excited to watch it. What? The shadow of the... Okay, so this is the end of the podcast. The music's playing itself. It's just for the screen. <laughs> <laughs>